0: Two one. Yo yo, this is Darius Savage. Just got done wrapping up with my bro King Teeth. What can I say, man? It's a great interview. Uh you already know. NBA dancer, creative director. Uh yeah, stay tuned. Yeah.
1: That's cool. You wanna do it again? Up to you.
0: Mm, yeah, if not, then you can keep that one. Okay. <laughs> you can always get more. Alright. Three, two,
1: one.
0: Yo, yo, it's Darian Savage. Just got done wrapping up with my bro, King Teeth. Creative director, NBA dancer, you name it, I've done it. Um, Yeah, stay tuned. That's perfect. Appreciate it.
1: Time?
0: Okay. just for Kim all right in three two one yo yo it's Darren Savage just wrapping up with my bro King Teeth creative director NBA dancer you name it I've done it more to come stay tuned
1: It's a little, it's a little different when it's by myself. <laughs> I gotta do a little extra. I um, know no, you
0: good. Usually have like somebody help you.
1: Uh, um yeah, I got two people that um I consistently work with. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a little bit more savvy in the cameras and the other ones uh, transitioning into the management, business management of the of the network. Um, but you know it just takes time. People got jobs. Mm-hmm. People got shit to do. Yeah. Um, but you know you can't stop the grind. Yeah. So, i am be still trying to get it in.
0: Sure. As best I can. How long did it take you to, like, get all this together?
1: Uh. Okay, so. All of this. Mm. Seven months. Not too bad. As far as meeting the owner of this um well starting the podcast starting the podcast, starting the podcast um turned into a network mm. doing my first show dropped my first interview meeting her start buying equipment mm. bought that bought the camera bought the computer um mics headphones
0: yeah all in seven months? All about seven Damn, months. Damn, bro. Yeah. That's... Good that's, yeah.
1: you, man. Shit. Now, the idea, the concept of podcasting started two years ago.
0: Gotcha.
1: Um, but I lost so much money dealing with people mm-hmm. that I just took a little time to just learn it, like myself. Like, I wanted to be... I felt like I was being taken advantage of. Yep. So I wanted to take a step back and really just learn a strategy I could do on my own. Exactly. You know what I'm saying like just so I'm like fully functioning if I was waiting on interviews for 3 4 months when I first started hmm. cuz I was working with a I was working with somebody hmm. and I didn't understand why it was taking so long. And I didn't understand I didn't understand why it was taking so long. I didn't understand why when I had a problem, um, it took so long to get it fixed. Like, I couldn't have, it wasn't good communication. Like, it was all of that stuff, but it's like I didn't know anything either. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to mm-hmm. shoot. I didn't know how to do nothing. So, it was just like, shit, I had to just deal with what I had. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, if I'm really going to do this, I have to learn how to do this. Yeah, yeah. And that was that.
0: You got tired of waiting. Right. <laughs> like, phew.
1: And I'm still I still got a lot to learn, but you know what I'm saying? It feels good to know that I've
0: come this far. Right.
1: And been able to accomplish
0: some things.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's
0: dope. We're gonna get it popping. Sure, so
1: And it's Darian Savage,
0: right? Yeah, that's not my real last name, but that's just like.
1: What you go by? Mhm. That's what you want to go by, or do you want to go by your
0: real name? What you want to do? Just, just, my real name. I only said Darian Savage just Instagram purposes. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I just, I just go, I just go with Darian, and uh, do all that. All right. Take a little breath. Half past nine. Check, 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 check. check. Boom, we back. This is the King Teeth Network. I am your host, King Teeth. Thank y'all for being with us. This is 2022. We still in the building, and we got an amazing guest. I mean, if you know how to... <laughs> 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 He's done it all That's And uh, this is my boy Darren How you doing man? I'm good about
0: you bro I'm
1: good And uh, what they don't know about uh, me and my guy is We went to high school together Yes sir You know what I'm saying? And good old John Hay Shout out to John Hay alumni out there uh, yeah. Peace and love to everybody You went to No uh, Early College Or was
0: it A&D? No, I actually, I went to Georgia, but I was all over the place so much that I did like run into you hella times, like. Hella
1: times, mm-hmm. hella times. But uh, how you been, man?
0: Good man for the most part, just maintaining, just maintaining with all this craziness going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I, I can do.
1: Do you remember how we met? Cause I don't. I just knew you after a while. <laughs> it was um, just like...
0: <laughs> it was the future, futuristic movement yeah, days, Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, big throwback. Big so. throwback.
1: <laughs> Shout out to the futuristic man. movement. That's what it... Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. That so, makes a lot more sense. Okay.
0: Yeah, so literally just through parties we was promoting and marketing and then like, you know, the shows... Uh-huh. Uh all that man and then it it just seemed like I went to so many different schools. It did. <laughs> I For literally real, just honestly. said
1: he went to John Hay and he did not go to John Hay.
0: Like, he went to Warrenville. <laughs>
1: but I had seen him so much. It's mm-hmm. like we went to school together. Damn that was man. it was it was one it was one of them times. Definitely. It was definitely one of them times. Uh but Cleveland uh Cleveland Cavs director, dancer, uh I mean, you have been able to maneuver and adjust in this entertainment space just off your legs and, and your foot and your in your and your presence alone. How have you been able to do that?
0: Hasn't been easy, man. Um honestly you just it's all character development. Yeah. You know, just rolling with the punches. Uh everything happens for a reason. I'm a big advocate on that. Uh it just helps you to provide like tougher skin at the end of the day. Uh it's no strategy i had with it i just rolled with the punches um i'm a big big believer in god you know so my faith has never like changed Mm -hmm. like you know uh yeah it's been challenged and tested but at the end of the day like you know god first uh, he always provides a way i think like two like biblical and stuff like that but you know that's just my strength my source and what keeps me going aside from my family um so yeah man big facts uh
1: we're gonna take it all the way back, right so before the futures movement, before um all the calves and I mean he even got deals with z17.9 I mean this is a this is a major <laughs> move right here who <laughs> y'all don't understand yeah. y'all gonna understand by the end of this Appreciate um it. let's take it all the way back man when did you start dancing?
0: on the age of seven I literally was like just watching Michael Jackson. Dance videos, uh, even in sync, like uh, you know, just different stuff on MTV that would come on. I'd be like in the living room, just <laughs> doing a little <laughs> one-two, <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, actually like enjoying it. it's like, and it just it brought out a different side of me. And my mom started to see it, and then eventually she told my dad, and my dad saw it because my dad used to dance. That's actually how I learned how to dance.
1: Okay, so, so it's, it's in the genes. Yeah. Ugh, that's why I can't do <laughs> shit. Damn, pops, come uh-huh.
0: on, man. Uh, shout out to Pops, man, OG. OG, thanks. Um, right. Yeah, man. Uh, I actually did my first talent show with my dad in fourth grade. Uh, he took me under his wing, sharpened me up with my like my waving and touch mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, shortly after uh, the first talent show that I did, that's when you got Served came out in like two thousand and four. That's when I converted into like being a b-boy. Mm-hmm. That was like my main style. Um, taking that to the next level, like really just, I'm a very self-taught person. Like I've had mentors and stuff like that, but a lot of my training, I pushed myself on my own by mm-hmm. watching DVDs, videos, YouTube, uh, just really practicing every single day when I came from home from school. My teachers hated me, but hey, you see where I'm at now, you see what I'm doing and stuff like that, uh, you know. So at the end of the day, like, uh, always practice Don't just practice Like at practice Practice mm-hmm. at home Wherever mm-hmm. you can Make time for it If it's important You'll find a way If it's not then That's facts man Where And
1: when And why Did you Choose to be A, a, a B-boy You said a B-boy right mm-hmm. Break that down What is a B-boy
0: <laughs> Alright B-boy stands and for it's
1: coaching eh?
0: Beat boy Or break boy As mm-hmm. some people say That is the correct term for when you're like the person that's actually doing the style known as breaking, um, the media back in the eighties called it break dancing, but the actual term is called breaking because wow. you're breaking to the beat each time you're dancing. They put their foot out, you know, they grooving, they rocking, it, it's to the beat or the break of the beat. So um, b-boy, you know, it just I don't know that just style just really chose me. Mm-hmm. Seeing the people you guys served, seeing how they did it, it was different versus like you know just doing waves, pops, tuts. I'm like, I really want to push myself to do that. And back then, I'm not going to say I was, like, chubby, but I wasn't, like, the stature I am now. Mm-hmm. So, literally, I will do push-ups, sit-ups, crunches every day, you name it, at the age of, like, 9, 10. And I think, like, by middle school, I had, like, an 8-pack <laughs> before I even did football. Like, when I came to uh, football practice, like, literally already ripped and everything. like. You Just know, some like,
1: push-ups and sit-ups? Mm-hmm. This shit never worked for me. God damn, <laughs> these damn. jeans you got, boy. Okay, it. that's what's <laughs> up, man. That's that's dope. You got served. That was a big influential moment for you when yeah, that came out. Definitely was. Why? Um. I mean, I always thought I
0: could. I, I got
1: you. <laughs> I won't be doing that the whole time. I oh, know
0: you good. You good. You good. <laughs> but um, you got served. I would say. That movie was so significant to me because, like, it didn't have all the special effects. It was raw. Mm -hmm.
1: The storyline was dope. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Everything about it, man, like, you know, it just felt real. Like, I really could relate to them. Everything that was going on from the battles to the drama to, you know, the ending, coming back together. You know, like, all of that was just real compared to, like, a lot of stuff I see nowadays. Um, And it's no diss to, like, you know, the Step Up collections or anything like that Mm -hmm. or anything else. But that movie in particular, I feel like was the perfect time. It was early two thousands. You know, you heard about dancing and stuff in the club, but you never like really saw it on the big screen like that. And I remember right. just being a kid and um, hearing like how people were in the club after that, like actual dance battles and actual crew battles going on. Even at our school dances, like we try to like mimic them and do different stuff. That movie low-key made me that guy when I came to, like, fifth, sixth grade dances. I was They was like, Darren, do the move. Or, no, Darren, he on my team, you know, whatever. So, yeah, just just that time period, like, you know, added to make that movie, like, so, like, the pinnacle, mm-hmm. like, of a lot of dance movies in the 2000s. So,
1: yeah. Big facts, man. So, that's, it really was a culture sh- shift after that. Hell yeah. Uh, did Stop the Yard do that for you as well, or was that... Kind of a...
0: That was actually my second favorite. Really? Um, same reason. Um, raw, gritty, real. hmm But that more so spoke to me on a mental level versus mm-hmm. the physical aspect. Because and when, what
1: age did you come out? When did that come out? Because they came out... Because you got served was what? 2004? hmm And then so. what? Uh, I feel like something of y'all was like 2008,
0: I want to say, or 10? I think it was 07. 7? Was it 7? I remember Crump was uh, really big. Gotcha. Okay. So it was like around 07. Um, stuff you already did for me, too.
1: So you were getting up in age. Mm-hmm. You you had already been dancing. You had already kind of got some uh, notoriety as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Then this another bomb drops, mm-hmm. and boom, take us there.
0: Um, Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like what caught my attention with that was. Whereas Chris Brown was in it. Right. Chris Brown was like, back then my idol Just mm. being a kid, like looking up to him and seeing somebody actually depicting dance in a cool way, you know, because growing up, dance was frowned upon. It was like cool sometimes, sometimes it was not. Sometimes I was caught like, you know, oh, he gay for dancing, uh-huh. and things like that. So verbal bullying did was a thing for me growing up in a sense, um, and I was deterred, when if, if I should keep dancing or not. But when I did see Chris Brown, like in his videos and stuff, that reassured me, like, you know, like be yourself, it's cool to dance and, you know, be that guy or whatever. And I stuck to it. So the yard, you know, um, seeing him at the level that he was at, at that time, he was at his prime. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing his thing, it was cool. Um, the storyline was impeccable, it was it was amazing, inspiring. Um, like I said, raw gritty. Uh, but like I said, the mental aspect of it was the college, seeing that atmosphere. even at that young age it made me think like okay what do I want to do when I uh, grow up and go to college and do I want to step do I want to pledge I thought I did for two seconds but it's not in me but the school of the pledging the school of the pledging the pledging (laughs) like I'm not gonna say I would never like Step and do it, but mm-hmm. it's just not my go-to. Like I would prefer to. I'll i be in a fraternity. I won't say I never will be because mm-hmm. I love the messages that they have. Yeah, facts, brotherhood, but, and all of that. Yeah, but it's just the actual step apart. Like I'm a dancer. Like you know, at the end of the day, like that's what I do, mm-hmm. and I identify with what he said. Like not the stepping is for pussies. Not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like you know I'm a battler. I'm a dancer. I'm a performer. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. My go-to is not to step first Mm -hmm. if i have to i will i'll adapt i'm not saying that at all but you know that's just not my go-to
1: got you okay uh very influential uh moments in your life with this but you said something very uh interesting to me uh you were bullied you had some some verbal bullying going on growing up when Mm -hmm. you as a dancer uh especially being a young black man uh get kind of rough because <laughs> them, <laughs> them jokes hit a little different when when, when when motherfuckers don't really care exactly. um, about your feelings exactly. and uh, they start young. <laughs> so with that being said, how did you, uh, you say you were deterred for a second, but how did you overcome that?
0: Um, So back then, uh, <laughs> it's going to be funny. So girls help me out in a sense because you know, I would see their reaction versus the guys. Facts. So, you know, they would reassure me like, no, no, you cute. You know, you this is how the third, you know. Keep doing that. Keep doing what you're doing. So I'm like, all right, cool. The girls like it. So that's all I care about. Facts. But, you know, it did get kind of more consistent, the bullying, the verbalness of it, saying mm. I was gay and stuff like that. Mm. Like, you know. Mm. Granted, looking back, I wouldn't say I would do the same thing, because I was, like, able to... I was very limber back then, so I could do, like, splits and stuff. Like, I'm not saying I just busted out to a split, but one time, you know, I did do one. Not a full one, but, like, just a half one. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that dude gay, da da whatever, whatever. So, what I did was, when I got deterred, I tried to transfer to sports. So, it wasn't really a bad thing, mm-hmm. in a sense, because, you know, I found out my second love, which was football. Really? Yeah. So, I did football from seven to... Um, almost until my 10th grade year. It was that summer going into my 10th grade year, but due to injuries, that's when I stopped uh, playing football. I had a fractured wrist on my left, and then my right had got sprained. And then my, by my 10th grade year, I dislocated my, one of my fingers. So mm. you see the difference between the two. Sheesh. Popped it right back. uh, the a scrimmage. I caught a pass. The dude tackled me, uh, and that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made a conscious decision of, you know, is this really what I want to keep doing? Is it worth it? Uh,
1: you had already loved uh, dancing. Were you already still super involved in dancing?
0: Not as much because okay. at that time, when I got more into football, I just was starting to leave the Cav Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like 13. We're going to
1: talk about that. We're going to talk about okay, that in a second. Cool.
0: Um, I just left Cav Kids. I was like 13, so I was like fully really into football more so sports Mm -hmm. being a jock you know trying to be like fit that image right um and i was cool everybody in school so it's not like i had to be that but you know Mm -hmm. i felt like i had to do something besides dancing to like show everybody like okay i'm not just a dancer right so um
1: growing up as a just as a person mm -hmm. we want to show we can do more exactly so i respect that i understand that and um but Speak on that Cavs kids for a second. What was what was that? How did you get into that? How was that experience? Cause you back with them. Yeah. It was very influential, <laughs> I guess.
0: Man. Um, so yeah, I was a, a first generation Cavs kid. And actually just to like give more insight on it. Um, I'm actually the reason why they made the Cavs minis because wow. my teacher at the time, who was Jamie Taylor, um, I'd only been like to a couple of classes before in my life as a kid. Went there and danced, she saw I was like, pretty good for my age. Um, she wanted to invite me to the gun arena at the time. And that's when screen team was actually being formed, didn't know nothing about it. I was only like eight at the time, did a halftime show with them, did so good that following year, the corporate for uh, Cavs said, we need to have a kids dancing. She uh, got back in contact with my mom and uh, made sure I was at the auditions. Was on a team from, I wanna say, 06 to 09. And that right there, like, really paved the way for uh, my maturity when it came to dance. It really trained me, like, okay, this is what I wanna do. I know I wanna be a dancer one day, a professional one. I wanna be just like Screen Team, X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, um, that had a big, big influence on my life. Um, taught me hella discipline, mm-hmm. um, especially being under her wing. Um, still good in contact right now. Relationships.
1: Yes, man. That's so. a major thing. But it was doing you was doing something you loved. And even if you just liked it at the time, you love it now. Right. But um, back then, you were growing to love it, mm-hmm. and that's the best time to build relationships when you're doing something you're loving. Mm-hmm. It's like damn, I, why wouldn't I be friends with this person? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. they doing what I want to do for the rest of my life. Exactly. That's big, man. So boom, you. Transition into the high school, but you kind of step away from dancing a little bit, and you go into the sports athletic world. Um, and it was a it was a good look for you. Oh yeah. Did you so you just you loved football? Did you play anything else?
0: Um, I did track too. Um, okay. That's the condition. Um, I. Did you finish out
1: high school running
0: track? Because no. I know you stopped. I did track. I quit the month before the season ended, just because like back then like. If I didn't like something, I quit. I'm not mm-hmm. like that now, but back then, you know, just being young, I was good because um, I did three hundred hurdles mm-hmm. and then I did the four x one. Uh, my time for uh, three hundred hurdles of forty eight. So even looking at back now, I could like type my name in on Google. My stuff still comes up. Like, you know, swear. At the time it was legend. Pretty look, good back then. Look, so, legend. Look.
1: <laughs> Come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, man. Sports. I'm glad I did it. That again, that taught me a lot of discipline, how to be a team player. Mm-hmm. Um, again, finding out what else I'm good at besides dancing and stuff. I feel like everybody should explore like your talents. If you have an interest, like you know, there's nothing just like, it's like there's no stupid question to ask. There's no nothing stupid in life to like try. Just right. try it. If you don't like it then walk away from it. That's all you can do. But you never know what you're capable of until you try.
1: Facts. Factual, factual, factual. I, I agree, and especially while you're young. Exactly. Try it while you're young. Why not? Why not? I, I don't like when parents make you keep doing it Man. when you figure out you don't like it. Exactly. I, I don't want to get my... I don't want to get kids in the habit of quitting stuff, mm-hmm. but if you truly don't like it, it's okay to walk away. Exactly. Like, that's not an issue, but I think we get kind of mixed and we try to blend those two together and it's like, now you're... now you. You're trapped in something you don't want to do, and then twenty years from now, ten years from now, you do that same thing. Oh, I'm trapped. I can't go nowhere. I have to stay here. That's all you know, and that's all. That's because that's what you were taught. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, we have to be kind of more open. It's not just this or that, or that or this. It's situational. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. so after um, the tenth grade, uh, going into your eleventh, your twelfth, um, and then on. What happened? How did you get back into dancing and get to where you are now?
0: So, after I walked away from football, after my third injury, um, sat down, and I kept hearing, like, because I was in ninth grade at the time, um, I kept hearing about, uh, Futuristic Movement. hmm And, uh, because I knew Sage already. Okay. <laughs> that was my bro. Well, oh, that is my bro. Um. And we had a talent show at the time, the Michael Jackson talent show. So ninth grade, that's when I saw them, met them. Uh, fresh rock with CJ and all them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ended up uh, joining them after some time. But I wasn't active with them because I was still doing football. So when I walked away from football, that's when I hit them up. Like, you know, like, hey, I'm going to start coming to practice more. This is on the third. Start coming with them. That's when I actually learned marketing, branding, mm-hmm. advertising, and like, you know, my real true passion outside of dance Mm -hmm. so that was like a gateway man like I'm so glad I did walk away from sports at the time that I did Um, I ended up doing a couple of shows with them and then uh, just due to like my schedule and the way my parents were set up I had to walk away from FM but you know I always give y'all props shout out to Latif Oates CJ all 'all, y'all you already know but um, yeah from then on I took that um, discipline from marketing dancing formed it together joined elite squad that ky had at the time wow
1: (laughs) we taking it all right we gonna break this shit down real quick hold on hold the fuck on (laughs) we gonna take this shit back a second okay so the the futuristic movement man that moment in time all right that was created by my father shout out to latif shout out to my pops um that was, shout out to Oates, shout out to CJ, y'all were very much leaders in that uh, movement. Uh, that was a moment for teenagers to be in the biggest places at the, yeah. at the right time. And, and, and when, it, when it came to fashion, when it came to uh, events, when it came to DJing, when it came to dancing, when it came to uh, just overall entertainment... That was the movement at the time. It had the biggest... If you if you, if you, you, really go back in the history right. and look at who's right now, they were a part of the futuristic movement. Yeah, I sometimes too. Sometimes. Now, they might not have been in it, but they was a part of it around it. They seen it. They was at the park. Whatever the case may be, that was a moment. Elite Squad, another motherfucking moment. Shout out to DJ KY. What? That's how he originally kind of got his name... Uh, yeah. he did some parties with the Futuristic Movement too and uh, collabs were great all of that but okay what was the Elite Squad
0: <laughs> Elite Squad like you said it was just another like vessel like how Futuristic Movement was
1: teenage based right was it
0: teenage because the
1: Futuristic Movement
0: was for the youth it was mm-hmm. teenage based teenage more so yeah um, kind of the same format mm-hmm. just more so like promote this party y'all get it free I'm the DJ or he will have like different people featured cuz his name was starting to get so big and stuff like that. Right. And that's another person that had a big influential uh um tied to me when it came to like marketing and stuff cuz that's what he went to school for too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh seeing that, you know, I knew I was on the right path as well, especially going about to go to college and stuff like that cuz we the same age, me and KY. So, Wow, um, really? Mhm. So, uh yeah. so you're
1: a little older than me. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you, got you. How do you I'm 26
0: a uh, 25. 25. Y'all yeah, I might be 27 or shit. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, Lee Squad was another just stepping right movement. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in elite school, I was a part of Creative One. So I had a okay. big leadership role in that because I was the leader of the dancers for Creative One. Um, this guy at the time, and even to go back, I did the second summer gym to ever be... In Cleveland. This was at Jacob's Pavilion.
1: What?
0: When Wiz Khalifa headline. I remember so, that one. So I ended up uh, dancing with CJ and them. Got that gig for them with this guy named Hennessy Jones. He was like opening for uh, the guy or whatever. But he was one of the artists in mm-hmm. the Lee squad mm-hmm. and Creative one. So uh, we were prepping for another summer jam with him. And my name just skyrocketed because everybody found out I was choreographing my foot. For uh the Summer Jam. Wow. I right, had dudes coming up to me that I was in like uh Rosemary Gang, uh different cliques. It's a lot of gangs out here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh shout out to my bro, Alex. Um, but yeah, they coming up to me like, bro, I heard you about the uh yo yo uh choreography about to be hard for Summer Jam, XYZ. I don't, I don't even know who these dudes is. I'm just like, yeah, 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 sh- yeah Like yeah. I appreciate it. Like, you know, I didn't cause I, I, I can say compliments, like, you know, I'm the type of person I give love, but I don't know how to take it. Right. Like, I'm so awkward with it. Like, you give me a compliment, I'm like, thanks, all right, cool. Right. But, yeah, man, so, um, at least Car was a big move for me in the right direction, mm-hmm. um, especially coming from futuristic movement. Like, you know, it was familiar. Y'all definitely, I feel like y'all prepped me for that. So, when I was in that leadership, bro, it wasn't intimidating at all. Wow. I became like CJ, basically. That's like, hard. So. So, you uh, got to see it and then be it. Exactly. I learned how to. Mix and master music and stuff like that. Uh, you know, just getting that pressure off of me and becoming a leader. That was, like, one of the first leadership roles I had um, as a dancer, as a choreographer, as a director. Um, leading different artists, celebrities, stuff like that. And then just going from there, I think Elite Squad just ended up fading out mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I can't really remember. But um,
1: Different moves, different, different times. Oh, uh, yeah. But let's fast forward a little bit, okay? So, um, you... When did you get introduced to being on the uh, Cavs NBA dance team?
0: Um, so as soon as I turned 18, I uh, wanted to go to the audition, but I was actually about to go to college and stuff. I was contemplating if I wanted to go to Kent or Tri-C. Super nervous about school. That was my main focus, but I still wanted to be on the screen team. Also, or just like being in the realm. So as soon as I turned 18, they had they auditions at the Earth Night Club back then when it was open. <sighs> throw,
1: Legendary. Right? So
0: Legendary. Uh, I remember as uh, soon as I came in there, everybody, because the cab girls was like uh, doing the registration and stuff and some of the screen team. Everybody in my was like, is that Darian? Yo! They ain't seen me since I was a kid. Wow. My i ain't grow that much, but I grew a little bit. Yeah. A little facial hair. So they're just like, yo, you auditioning? You auditioning? I'm like, I don't know. I just wanted to come see y'all, you know. So they convinced me to audition. of I made it. Um, they gave me a gold chain at the time. So if you get a gold chain, that means you skip. It was a three-day process. So I made day one. If you get a gold chain, you skip day two, go automatically to day three. Sorry. But at the time, I was so hell-bent on school, I gave it back to them. I said, you know. I want to focus on school just this first year, get comfortable. I don't know what the transition is going to be, but I want to come back. Mm-hmm. They was, I could tell they were so, like, mad but salty, but they was like, I respect that. Yeah. And I saw my old coach, Jamie. She said the same thing, you know, make sure you come back, make sure you come back. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, my second year, I actually did not make it. Really? But, because back. How I came did that feel? <laughs> it was my fault. I came back super arrogant. That was the first time in my life I ever... I'm a very humble person. Everybody that knows me knows I'm very humble. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was super, super arrogant at that time. Because mm. I'm like, all the accomplishments, I, accomplishments that I had, I started thinking about it. I knew I was a shoe in mm-hmm. so to say, uh, coming back. So I'm like, yeah, I got it. You know, whatever, whatever. Didn't do what I was supposed to do. did everybody else shine. They put me on... Uh, this, it was like a crew battle for the last uh, day of auditions. So. so you made it to the last day, though. Mm, yeah. So, solid, solid, solid. Um, they had two sides. We had to basically battle. It was OGs versus the new people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> literally, like they were telling me, like, yeah, get your side together, get your side together. So I'm like, oh, you want me to lead them? But mind you, I'm just shoot, I'm sending dudes out. They doing their thing. They doing their thing. I probably went one time, if that. Mm-hmm. And it's on YouTube too. Um, but literally, I I probably went once. Didn't do what I was supposed to do. So they can see you. Exactly, and that's what she ended up telling me. You know, like you know, you what you what was that? Like what the hell was that? That's what Jamie told me. Cause what I mean? had my head down. She said, "Pick your head up. What's wrong with you? You know what was that? That's not you. Mm-hmm. I need you to come back. You're gonna come back, right? She grabbed my chin, and everything. I'm like, yeah, and I was, I was so hurting of my yeah, life. Yeah, I already know it. So, um, yeah, I, I I look back on that though. And I, like I said, I take full accountability for it. Like you know, I was really in my head. I was feeling myself. That's probably mm-hmm. the, the most arrogant I've ever been in my life. But I will say, I'm glad I didn't make it because that's the year that I stopped relying on the Cavs name because mm-hmm. that's where I came from. Because mm-hmm. I felt like you know that's the biggest thing I accomplished. When, right. it, when in a sense it was, but it wasn't. Right. So that's when I started to make my own dance company. Um, AR, Artistic Rebels, Um, and then from there, we were active about, I want to say, three to four years, then I came back to the Cavs screen team, and did my first full year on there. After, so you you didn't
1: get it, and then you took out three years from auditioning? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, so you started your Artistic Rebels mm-hmm. in that time. So talk about that. What is the Artistic Rebels? What's the mission?
0: So Artistic Rebels is an entertainment company. We specialize in creative marketing, basically through dance, media, hosting. Um, basically, it's kind of a next generation of futuristic movement, in a sense. Now that mm-hmm. I really think about it, and we talked about it so much, like, you know, just how that movement was, and that's what AR is, a, is a movement, because we have other people in Different states like New York, Atlanta. Wow. People that we've met that wanted to join mm-hmm. because of the message. So being a rebel means to be a leader in your art form. Yes. You are basically not I'm following a the crowd. Yes, you are. Absolutely. Literally. Everybody is in their own way. Um, but you basically don't follow the crowd. You believe in yourself. Yes. Um, uh, that's why I love it. Thank you. Thank you, bro. For real. And that's something that I feel like I depicted all of my life. Because I've always been a loner, but a popular one. Right. So... Never had like a clique that I always roll with, but I could sit anywhere I wanted to. Exactly. And I feel like that's more powerful than having like a bunch of people around you all the time and stuff like that. Like, nah, you know, I'm like I said, I wanna be a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. And I respect everybody. As long as you respect me, I respect you. Um super humble dude, but just yeah, <laughs> don't push me. It's, it's a whole another side to me. But Yeah, man, but um artistic rebels, you know, um, the main product we were known for was dance. So a lot of people uh misconstrued us for a dance crew. Mm-hmm. So the people that were in there at the time, that first, second generation, they already know I preached them all the time. We're a company. Because a lot of them coming in, they already were coming from like single family homes, mm-hmm. stuff different stuff like that. So their confidence, their belief in different stuff was already like kinda low. Mm-hmm. So saying you're part of a company, it gives you that reassurance, it gives you that you Know their posture changed, yeah, it was different. Their attitude, their perspective on Move stuff. different. yeah. So, a lot of them grew up like literally, like so much, like not even as dancers, but as men, women, and um, that's why I instilled that into them. Like, yeah, you know, we didn't have an office, we didn't have a building at the time, or whatever, but yeah, hello studios we could practice that because of different places I uh taught it, mm-hmm. had those good relationships to where they was like, yeah, you can use the space anytime you want to, or you know, so disco I mean. rape. So we had studios, even time, sometimes we practice at the park, mm-hmm. do park shows for people stuff like that, doing hella shows, um, that's how we ended up getting the name, um, our name out there to the point where 107 did sign us to be their first radio dance team.
1: Now talk about that, because that's huge, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah. So... Um, the first way we kind of like got their attention was we always wanted to do summer jam. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted them to. I wanted them to get that experience that I had in twenty eleven. So each year from twenty fifteen to about twenty seventeen, we would do a social media blast like, and that's when AR was like forty deep. Uh, like you know, my bro Zay Irvin was on at the, at the time. Um, my bro B Rock, hella people, um, hella influential people that had a good following. Tick my bro Bro Watt. Um, we would social media blast and tell people, like, you know, tag 107 on our page. Tell them, like, we want to see Artistic Rebels um at Summer Jam. Man, it got to the point where uh, that's when I uh, met Bill Black. You know, he had to, like, tell us, like, you know, we can't get y'all on the stage. Like, you know, but we see y'all. Even Road Digger, even Ryan Wolf, they would like our stuff or be like, you know, we tell us the same thing. But we rooting for y'all. Deuce all of them. So it came to a point where... um, I remember we popped up on them at one of the uh, pop up things, you know, when they just go around the city uh, mm-hmm. promoting and stuff. And we finally met Road in person, and then she saw one of my bros' uh, hoodie. She was like, "Oh, Rebels! I know y'all." I was like, "You do?" She was like, "Yeah, yeah. We always hear about y'all. Like, you know, y'all are so dope." And blah blah, blah telling us how they follow us. Wow. Didn't even know that. I'm like, for sure. So we doing shows, um, still. That's back when like it was hella stuff uh, mm-hmm. going on, like uh, different venues, like grog shop, mm-hmm. um, just different places. Um, what ended up happening. We popped up at them at a Metro PCS, and we said, "Can we do a short performance for y'all real quick?" Then even though I talked to the promotions director uh, Denzel, wow. he was like, "Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What song y'all want?" So we did a Chris Brown party. At the time, we had that's like that was like one of our signature. Go to routines, everybody and mama knew it because we did a whole concept
1: party. Yeah, how's it go? Hmm. How does party go?
0: I don't know, just tell you, man, I'm sorry, <laughs> okay, that, that, yeah. That. So, we did the show for them there, they fucked with it so much. Um, I think it was like a month or two later, he had DM me, he was like, You know, what's your number? blah blah blah. blah. We're gonna start having y'all do that like at our pop up thing. So, we'll give y'all tickets to our events. Um, things like that. That's how I first started. Ooh. So that was cool at the time. Yeah. You know, we wasn't thinking about build, money. Though. Yeah. Gotta build though. So that's what people
1: we they man. be loving to stop right yeah, there. Like, like hold on. my
0: nigga. Yeah, like, hold on, you, you, you think I could exposure tickets? Like that's it. <laughs> like
1: that should be cool for about three months. Mm. But after that, my nigga, I need to hear something else. Exactly like. man.
0: So, um by this time I'm on my first year screen team. Mm-hmm. Um we're about to go to Detroit. I think it was. Stop right there. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. I don't check something.
1: Okay. So I don't got that second eye on them cameras. Let's Nah, but this is great.
0: Thanks, bro. I was nervous at first.
1: Nah, yeah, yeah. So I do too. That's why I always. I, uh, I make it a point to like Mess up on my intros mm. Just so it just Breaks the Ice On everybody Oh that's smooth Okay I you know what i what feel saying? Good like, that. Shit is just Cause we just having A conversation like Basically It ain't nothing It ain't nothing To it but to do it Yes sir yeah. I do that when I host too
0: Oh yeah You gotta uh, Add that vibe Yeah Keep man. them going Connected Can't be serious all the time
1: and you gotta be willing to make yourself look dumb sometimes, like. Exactly. Dude, cares, like, oh, he's a human being. You're right? Like yeah, like he's real. Like he's a real <laughs> person. Oh, he he makes real mistakes. Things happen.
0: Exactly. Whatever. Yeah, it's a method to the madness. Always. Method,
1: method to the madness. That's fact. Right. So we were right on your first year of the screen team. Okay. Like good, We'll
0: jump off right there. All right. So the screen team. Talk to me. Yeah. So by then, uh, I was in my first year of the screen team. And uh, this day was kind of crazy because I actually lost my grandfather to uh, pneumonia. Uh, I want to say it was COVID because that was like way before COVID was a yeah. thing. But it was pneumonia. Um And I remember I was contemplating on going to practice and everything because we was prepping for this Detroit trip Mm -hmm. to go out there. It's our only away game we had. So, and actually, we just won the award for Best Dance Crew at the Ohio Entertainment Awards.
1: Shout out to my boy Andrew!
0: (laughs) Yeah, so shout out to him. I remember uh, my bro Damon and Carlo, they went in my uh, presence Mm -hmm. to basically get the award. Didn't even know they was going to win. I did because Drew told me, but he told me to let them be surprised. So they went and... uh, for the name AR, we won that, same day lost him, but that next day I had to go to Detroit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Went to Detroit, um, also that same day, we had a 107 appearance. Um, this is still like when we just got like tickets or whatever the case may be. They did so good. Um, Ronisha at the time, the marketing director, came up to them, she said like, I wanna make that AR shirt 107. So, at first, they don't even know what she's talking about. they like, what do you mean? Like, you want to take our name? Like, what do you... <laughs> and then she said, no, where's Darian? Like, where's Darian? <laughs> and they was like, He in Detroit, but he'll be back. So, um, she basically told them what happened, because, uh, you know, they told her that the condition I was in because of my grandfather. So, they called me up, told me. They was like, she got a big surprise for you. We can't tell you what it is, bro, but it's big, like... Just called him. I was so nervous, bro, calling. I'm like, what what did they do? I'm like, what did they do? I'm like, what the hell? When I got on that phone, she said, we want to sign AR to 107. Um, You know, we could talk about rates, prices, all that, but we want to pay you guys now to really be with us. You guys will be rocking 107 gear um, at the time, they wanted to do a lot for us, like a red carpet premiere, different stuff like that. But wow. I feel like because of their budget at the time, they couldn't really do that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't care about none of that. We were just finally about to start getting paid. Right. Paid gear from them and uh, radio promo. Like, you know, it, it was crazy, man. Uh, Grow, yeah, yeah, definitely. I know people don't really listen to the radio all like that today anyway, but.
1: It's still important
0: man what I was that's when we blew up for real um but that's also when a lot of the egos started to emerge more uh, than anything gotcha, with the people gotcha, that were gotcha. still in AR mm. um did that for about two years then it, we still signed with them so don't get me wrong we uh still do stuff it's just I'm gonna get to that in a second <laughs> but um we got to a point where Summer Jam was coming up I think this was uh 29 whenever Megan Stalin was here I don't know um
1: it was in the
0: arena? I mean, it was in the Street? It was. This was at the queue. Before it
1: got revamped
0: or after? Before. Okay. So. I think um, that was
1: 2018 then.
0: Okay. I want to so, say. Yeah, I had an argument with a couple of them because they wanted to get paid. I mean, um, they wanted to be on the actual Summer Jam stage. So what 107 would do, they started a pre-show for us.
1: Mm. From
0: 3 to 5 or 6, we would dance outside with KY or whoever they would have DJing. So, um, yeah, you know, we're still getting paid, stuff like that. But it's just a pre-show mm. Then we get into Summer Jam for free. They got to a point I'm like, nah, we should be on Summer Jam stage by now. We should be on Summer Summer Jam stage by now getting paid. I'm like, if I'm not saying this, what makes you think... Y'all should be this discouraged mm-hmm. in saying it. Y'all wanted to get paid. We got that now. Right. Why are y'all wanting more and trying to burn a bridge and, you know, cause where it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. So I had to really, like, humble them and make them understand, like, you know, that's, that's not the goal. That's not right. been our goal in the first place. Like, you know, like, we wanted to get paid. And now we on a bigger platform to where, you know, dancers are getting radio promo. Right. In Cleveland at that. Right. And we're a radio team. I man, I ain't never heard of that nowhere never. else. So never. I'm just like, they not even thinking of it like that. And we made history for real. So, um, yeah, that was a big thing and then that came to a realization for me, like, it's time to let these guys go mm. out the nest and really let y'all bump your heads. Right. To see like what I go through, what right. I've been through. Absolutely and, you know, I don't want to say, like, you know, y'all come back to me or whatever, because my goal is never to just keep them under me for the rest of my life. That's never, why I said it. it's not never a crew. Never So, yeah, uh, I, I, what was it? I forgot what was, like, the last thing I did with them. But, you know, everything was smooth, so, like, you know, like, it was just a, all right, this is a see you later. It's Got not a goodbye. You. It's a see you later. Got Kick you out you. the nest type thing. So, yeah, So, man.
1: you went full-time into the Scream? The screen t- team or dance team? What was that next step?
0: Um, after I let them go, because we just came back from New York. That's what happened. We had a, uh, we took our Cypher to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, we have dance Cypher here in Cleveland. We had it from 2015 to 2019. And then we had the opportunity to take it to New York. Brickhouse NYC, shout out to them, shout out to Kelly. Um, came back from that, that's when I let them depart. So after that, that kind of was just my revamping for myself. That was the first time I sat down and was like, okay, I don't have a team with me no more for the first time since I was 15. Mm -hmm. So, it was a reality check, but it also came at a very bad time because that's when COVID hit. So, that depression was like, just crazy, man. Like, yeah, it did a lot to me, but it also made me realize, like, my power. Mm -hmm. I didn't need a team behind me. Right. And I found, like, peace within myself. Like, you know, um, I was that person I felt like because of my status that I acquired after all that I've done, I needed a big entourage behind me and, you know, to be, like, not to be intimidated, but, like, to be taken serious. Mm -hmm. When nationality, like, you know, it was me. Not to sound sound arrogant or anything like that. Like, you know, like, I just realized the power that I have within myself.
1: Yeah.
0: And my purpose, like, you know, bringing people together and changing their lives for the better and then now realizing like I have to do that for myself Mm -hmm. so that's where I'm in life right now like just really trying to maintain that and just really believe in myself the way I believe in everybody else now I feel like that's like something I have always struggled with like that confidence but uh I'm getting a lot better at it like a lot better um it's reflecting in my dancing now um, it's reflecting in my work ethic, getting back into this. That's why I was so happy to be on the show with you and stuff appreciate like that. You God. know, just getting back to this because back then I was doing hella, hella interviews, mm-hmm. but it became a routine versus like, you know, just being therapeutic and like, right. you know, just like, ooh, I needed this. Like, right. this is something I actually really needed. So I appreciate you.
1: Man, no, of course, of course, man. I just, I mean, this is Cleveland history. We got to have <laughs> it. We need to have it. And this is our next generation. You are a part of that movement, you are a part of this movement. That is happening right now. Uh, last two things I want to speak on. Uh, one, and we spoke on this right before we started the cameras, was injuries. Mm. You had, you have, you're dealing with one now, uh, but you've had different injuries with dancing. What? How do you battle? Like, what do you do? Because it's like, it's like a, it's 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 like a oh, sport. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> heal. You gotta rest up. You gotta. Ooh. How do you?
0: Man, not to be funny, no pun intended. I just always been a rebel. Like, I've always, and my dad hated me for this. Like, when I had my first two injuries, my wrist and stuff like that. And that was, like I said, football. So I would just sit out a couple games, stuff like that. But I would still be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be doing my push-ups, sit-ups, whatever I got to do to strengthen my wrist, whatever. But I'd be hitting 90s and stuff. One time I did it at practice, they was like, Darren, you still be dancing? I'm like, yeah, they was like dancing. You know, doing my little stuff. Do the night, and they're like, man, you ain't hurt. You ain't hurt. But I had to realize, like, my pain tolerance is so high. Mm. It's like, I hurt it, but I can endure it. Right. But, um, yeah, man, like, that's just that's just my process. Like, you know, working out, I try not to, like, baby my stuff. I gotcha. will say the worst injury I've had thus far is the one I'm c- not currently dealing with that's, like, resurfaced. I had tore my shoulder, my right shoulder. Um, 2019, uh, my first full year screen team. And when I tell you that pain was like, I don't wish that on nobody. Cause at the same time, it's gonna sound funny, I had a a toothache, I just got done doing a root canal, getting that together. So I had this pain and my shoulder at the same time. So I remember having this big fat pill, I mean a box of uh, Tylenols, that was probably like 800 milligrams and Mm. my was popping them like Skittles. (laughs) like and I'm I'm thankful thankful to God <laughs> like <laughs> that I'm not addicted to I mean, I mean, pills nothing like I mean. that man but yeah that was a super rough time for me um, that's something I will say I said this back then too you know take care of your body if you're mm-hmm. gonna be a dancer anything like that's physical any type of profession that you have to be physical and take care of your body it's a temple it's a it's your job it's your business it's your baby audit whatever metaphor you want to use like that's something I'm getting reminded of now because I don't, I don't stretch as much as I should. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, like I said, I'm a B-boy. I do a lot of athletic stuff. And I'm surprised it hasn't given out on me before this. But thankfully, you know, thank God, like, you know, it's just starting to, like, kind of creep up on me and remind me, like, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely, man.
1: Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about, and this will be out afterwards, so you can kind of talk about it and what you're going to do, and you're going to do it, and then we're going to put this out. Uh, but the All-Star Weekend, yes, this is the biggest thing that happened to Cleveland in a few years, Man. probably since we won it mm-hmm. in 2016. That's probably the last big event that was like so massive for the city that everybody's going to be here, exactly. everybody wants to be here, mm-hmm. everybody wants to come into the city. And you're on the motherfucking Cavs team. Which, this Cavs team is good as fuck, first
0: Man,
1: off. what? So, I know that's exciting. I know being on that <laughs> goddamn Man. and them facilities is mm-hmm. exciting right now. Yeah. But, All-Star Weekend, what does that look like for the, for, the, for your team and for yourself?
0: A lot of hard work. Man. Um, no, that's exciting, though. Like, that's, that's a lot of reasons why a lot of people came back. A couple mm. of vets that are on the team. Um, aside from just, you know, enjoying the experience of being on screen team and the perks and stuff like that. But uh, we all know, like, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, something Mm -hmm. that we all super excited about. Um, But, you know, the process, man, when I tell y'all, we have been killing ourselves. Like, literally, this is why my shoulder is hurting now, like – We've been killing ourselves to give y'all the best show possible. Um, Screen team is...
1: When? What what days? What days are y'all going to be performing?
0: Every day? Every day. Sheesh. Every day. And then even the days we're not performing. I mean, even the days we are performing, leading up to it, we're still practicing. Yeah. So those days we know it's no downtime for real Shit. probably like maybe 30 minutes if that but you know
1: it's the Super Bowl, baby yeah
0: i literally <laughs> i was literally just about to say that i feel like the Super Bowl, like yeah. you know this is the long hauls. but anybody that wants to be a true dancer and stuff like that like you know this is the mecca this is why we do it Fact. and um you know i'm super excited you know i don't know how it's gonna be after the game like the nightlife stuff like that that's the only thing i'm kind of worried about but mm. i'm just gonna roll with the punches man and uh you know, hopefully something to turn out. You know, be able to kick it with a celebrity or something like that. But I just want to politic. I want to, you know, just enjoy every single moment. Mm-hmm. And that's something I want to tell everybody: like, really enjoy moments, be in the moment. Don't yes. just be so serious and you miss out on, you know, just that experience. Cause you'll look back on it like a year or two from now, I'm like, man, that was that was really something. And wow. the whole time I was so serious and I was just with J Cole. I was just dancing with. Uh, DJ Khaled, or you know, just whoever, like you know, just really take in the moment, embrace it, and appreciate it. So I love it, man. Uh,
1: so the last thing we gotta do here before you get out of here is get it off your chest, right? That's a segment we have, the only segment really we have on the uh, network that we gotta do because we just, uh, as humans, we keep some, keep so much to our to ourselves. Um, you already said you're a popular loner. So yeah. I know you have a lot that you have to carry on a regular basis. So before um, we see you again, because it's never goodbye, it's always see you again. Um, is there anything you need to get off your chest?
0: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's why I fuck with this. I, fuck, I appreciate this, man. Sure. <laughs> um, I would just say... Cleveland, let's let's with well, this new decade that we're in mm-hmm. I know we had a very rocky start 2020 was a, a hell of a year 2021 was the cousin and it seemed like this is 2022 I don't we don't know what this is gonna be just yet Facts. But, um I would say like again the kind of moments just appreciate them um acknowledge uh the good people in your life no one is perfect uh we all make mistakes we're all human
1: Yeah.
0: Um, acknowledge those people and really give them their flowers, roses, and, uh, you know, continue to do it. Don't just do it one time. Do it all the time. Be overly caring. Be overly lovely, loving. Um, really make people feel valued, uh, especially in Cleveland. Like, this is a very depressing city. Yeah, It's so Can't much be. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so much not to do at the same time. But we have to be that change that we want to see in the world. And I feel like we could have been that already but so many people here were deterred by not being acknowledged valued by people they were supporting or doing so much for and they gave up um, i was almost one of those people so yeah. that's one the only reason why i'm speaking on that i'll never say i'll never speak on something if i've never been through it right. or can't relate um i almost gave up like depression suicide all that i've been there done that wow. um but that's one thing i want to just like really bring to the world and that's how I want to do that talk shit I was telling you about. Yeah. You know, um, one day the live audience, um, live studio audience thing. Uh, it's called Jim. Just appreciate the moments. I love it. So um, I love it. Yeah, man. Just. Collab really, on the way, baby. Oh yeah, Stay definitely. Tuned. So yeah, man. Just overall, like I said, just in the synopsis of it. Just appreciate the people in your life mm-hmm. and value them, and they'll reciprocate it. I'm pretty sure. If not, then. And that's that,
1: man. This has been the King Teeth Network. We got the Savage in the building. Okay, uh, give give them your uh, your social medias real quick.
0: Oh, give your yeah. social medias. So Instagram Darian underscore Savage D A R I A N mm-hmm. underscore Savage. Twitter Darian underscore Two Times Two X S. Um, not really active on Facebook, but Darian F V e. Jetson. Got to change that. That's high school stuff. <laughs> but. um. Yeah, man, just hit me up, dance, or you need advice about business or whatever. Uh, I've done a lot in my life, and I'm just, I'm just here. I'm here to inspire and here to here to help.
1: So and he's a and he's young, man. He's young and he got a lot, a lot coming. And I think this is about to be a huge year for you, man. Shout right, out bro. to you. Same uh, for you. Thank you for being on the network. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Hey, yeah, definitely. Big facts, and this is the Kings Eve Network. We out of here. That's awesome, dude. Yes, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, look, I got a, I got an idea, right?